Hi, my name is Nali, Judo Master from Peacemaker, and I'm sitting with Elias from the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Natalie, welcome to the cave. Glad to be here. How are you? Great, man. How about you, man? You've been on an awesome ride so far. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm so glad the the fans have uh, received our show so well. So, yeah, I mean, the listeners and the viewers that are tuning in, they can see you as Judo Master on HBO's Max's Peacemaker. And uh, before we dive into the show about your role and everything, you know, I want to know a little bit more about you. I was trying to do some research on you. There isn't that much information on you online. I want to know, like, how, what made you get into the entertainment industry? I did see... That, you know, you, uh, you you moved to L.A. and you try to study improv, comedy, but that's all I can find on you. What else is out there about you? Yeah, um, I started doing uh, community theater when I was, I think, maybe like 10 or 11. Okay. Um, my high school was doing a production of South Pacific and they needed a, a small Asian boy. So uh, that was my first show. And then I think I just had so much fun doing that kind of stuff that I just kept with it. And then I went to, uh, to study acting in college and then lived in New York for a bit and then moved up to LA and started doing improv, um, got into like some martial arts, like stunt training. And uh, here we are. <laughs> now, when you mentioned like the groundlings, like, did you like, like, did you, how did you fall in love with like comedy? Cause you know, it's comedy improv and everything. Like what, what made you go that, uh, that way for a little bit? Uh, I, Grew up watching SNL and, okay. you know, all those people came from either Second City or Groundlings or UCB. Yeah. And so I wanted to get more involved in that community. So I luckily uh, the Groundlings and UCB were both pretty big schools out in L.A. So it was pretty easy to, to find a school and join and do uh, their programs. And I had so much fun doing both their programs and I would definitely keep going back. Are you still involved with them at all? Because I know sometimes they call people to go back to perform. Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, but I had a lot of fun doing improv, so I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. So yeah, let's not. So when you moved to LA and you were you were uh, you know you're doing the improv and everything, like uh, I assume at the same time you started auditioning for roles. Yeah. Um, I I've always had an agent um, okay. anywhere I was. And I think that's important as an actor trying to get bigger auditions because as a, an unrepresented actor, you only get like a handful that you see. And then like behind the doors is like where all the big like major stuff happens. So I think it's important to, to try to somehow wrangle an agent on your side and, you know, so that they're helping you find jobs. And, and when I first started, I, uh, was with a smaller boutique agent and it was hard trying to like hustle a side job and, you know, having time off to go to auditions and stuff. Yeah. So it was, it was a struggle for a long number of years. So. Yeah. Is it true that you were almost about to quit right before Peacemaker? Yeah, it was wild. Cause you know, it happened around uh, 2020 when the pandemic hit okay. and 
uh, the entertainment industry as well as, you know, most industry was shut down. And at that time I was out in LA for 10, almost 11 years, um, getting like pretty little traction, you know, and, uh, during that time I started picking up pottery as a hobby, just like to relax in this craziness. And I found that I fell in love with it. And so I thought, you know, with the industry shut down, maybe this is a good pivoting point. So I was going to move back to Philadelphia, which is where I grew up, um, and just do pottery, you know, full time and give up acting. And then literally a week before my move, uh, my reps called me and they're like, hey, like James would like to offer you this role. And at that point, I was like, you know, I was like, all set to move. And I'm like, (laughs) Well, I guess I, you know, sort of have to do this. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad I stuck with it. <laughs> now, he just offered the job or was there an audition first? There, it was about a, a month-long audition process. Wow. Um, at first, my reps sent over my martial arts reel. Um, I think you can see it on YouTube. It's like a wushu, like, weapon stuff. And then... So she sent it in and they were like, oh, do you have any hand-to-hand combat stuff? And I was like, no, I like mostly um, specialize in like weapons. And so we like, my friend and I shot something in our backyard real quick and like sent it in. And then um, they liked that. And then they sent over uh, a few pages of the script where I, you know, could read. And then I sent that in and then I had an interview with the, um, the fight coordinator uh, and then I didn't hear back from them for like a week. And so I'm like, uh, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. You sort of audition and then just forget about it. And then one day I was like about to take a nap and I like te- texted my, uh, my manager. I'm like, Hey, did you hear anything? And she was like, yeah, let me give you a call back in like 30 minutes. And then I get on a call with her and then she was like, Hey Ross, which is my agent. And it's rare that they're ever on a call together. And so they're like, so we need to talk about this offer that just came through. And I was like, wait, what? And then they like told me I got it. And it was like, so wow. surreal. <laughs> wow. That's, that's amazing. How many, so after you got, after you booked the role, how many months was it till you started filming about? So uh, it was about two and a half months. Oh, wow. Um, and in that time I had to do like a, like a 3d scan for the super suit and like some costume fittings. So that was pretty cool. And then in like mid January, they flew me up to Vancouver and then I had to quarantine there for two weeks before like any training or any rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was about two and a half months. Yeah. Let's jump right into the show, man. Everybody loves the opening credits the opening seed tell us uh tell us about the experience the experience for the for the opening and uh did you did you know how to dance did you learn some of those dance moves uh i did learn some of the dance moves and i will attest that i'm not a good dancer or i don't think i'm a good dancer but um clarissa barton who's a choreographer she's amazing um she taught us uh or me different segments of it because she wasn't sure where they would plug judo master in um, but then they decided to do like the whole like, hoisting me up John Cena's shoulders and stuff, um, which was a lot of fun. And on that shoot day, it was really cool because like 
all the cast was there and never before like have we met everyone because you know you just shoot your scenes and sometimes you see this person or that person mm. so it was really special to get like everyone together um and i think it was my first time meeting some of them so oh. it was really cool so you booked the role how did you prepare to play this role did you go like try to do some research and read the comics you know because I'm, I'm sure you wanted to play him a little bit differently also from the comics Right, yeah, right when I booked the role, um, I got his comic series, um, did all the research I could, and there's not much about him. Right. And um, and at that point, I haven't received any of the scripts yet. So um, I was trying to do as much research as I can. And I started um, training, you know, martial arts and like uh, call, calling up stunt friends to like work out with. And then uh, I get to Vancouver and I'm locked in this tiny like apartment for two weeks. And I'm like, well, all that training sort of went to waste. <laughs> yeah. So you, you mentioned the martial arts, you know, we see you throughout the series for the episodes you're in that every time you interact with somebody, you're always drop kicking them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell yeah. About, yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, it was such a cool experience because, you know, uh, as before I told you, I was trying to get into stunts as a, a way to get into acting. Yeah. And back then I was like, oh yeah, I do stunts, blah, blah, blah. And then now having gone through, you know, this process with a stunt team, I was like, no, I could never call myself a stuntman, you know, because what they do is amazing. Like their bodies are in peak condition. Like they put their bodies through so much abuse. Um, and I'm so glad that I had a stunt double doing all the, the crazy stuff. Um, but it was really cool to learn all the different moves and like fight choreography. Um, and yeah, it was really nice, like interacting with the other cast members while we're fighting. Cause you right. know, we're, we're all trying to learn the same thing and some of us are better than others. We, we mentioned how there wasn't that much like in the comics for judo master. Now, like, did you, were you able to like talk with James Gunn and like shoot some ideas, like how you wanted to play the character, like just to bounce ideas pretty much off each other? we didn't really have uh, that much conversation about that character um, just because I think um, when James takes a character, it's, you know, sort of his uh, version of it. Okay. And so it wasn't like, well, uh, well, he wasn't like this in the comics, you know, it was like, you take the script, the script is your Bible and that's how you interpret wow. it, you know? And so everything that I needed was on the script or if not, then, I brought, like, I prepared the character and you bring it on that day to shoot. And there were, like, little adjustments here and there. And I think through that process, uh, we found the character together um, just because they were, like, he had his idea of it and I, like, had my thoughts of who mm. this person was. And then when the camera started rolling, you know, it just came through. And I think it was a really interesting process because I've never worked with like such a big director before. And so it was a bit nervous, um, but it was just so like masterful in the way that he like would do little adjustments here and there. And then, um, and then it was just click. And then like seeing it um, all come together, it like all makes sense, you know. What For you, what do you think was like the heart, like the biggest challenge trying to play this character? Uh, I think the biggest challenge for me was like, he's 
pretty far away from like who I am as a person normally. Um, I am like nonviolent, like very pacifist, like, and he was just like, he's such a, an asshole. And that's like one of the notes that James gave me. He's like, like Judo master doesn't give a, like an F about anything, you know, like <laughs> yeah. says whatever he wants. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so what, what did you love the most about Judo master? I think I also loved that the most about him was like, he was so far away from me that like, I remember like in between Tate's takes, like they would cut and I'm like, Oh, like, thank you to like, you know, the PAs like bring water or whatever. And then right when they're about to roll, I like have to do like this, like guttural grunt and like very animalistic to like get into what judo master is, you know? Um, because normally I'm just like a very like light, lighthearted person, like very nice to everyone. And like, like putting on that cow and like getting ready to fight. It's just like sort of a, something you, you have to get into, you know? I mentioned uh, before we went on the air that, uh, you know, I got some uh, questions from the fans. Some of the fans want to know, like, what do you think now Judo Master is going to do without the butterflies? Everybody's talking about the butterflies. Yeah. I mean, he spent uh, the whole first season trying to protect them, you know, cause he was fighting for their cause and, at the end, it's sort of heartbreaking for him because he showed up too late and, you know, and all these, uh, his butterflies friends, I guess, or comrades are gone. Um, and so I don't know if he's gonna seek vengeance or find another faction or something, um, but there's definitely a few uh, possibilities and I'm excited to see what James does. Yeah. Uh, what about the Cheetos? Are they stored all over the area for you to grab them or are you actually like stuffing them <laughs> in your suit? Uh, for the character or for myself? Both. <laughs> so in my, um, in my actor chair, there's always like Cheetos nearby <laughs> and there's like a tray of snacks and there's always Cheetos. Um, but whenever we shoot, the prop guys always hand me a bag and they refill it after every take. So it's a, an unending supply of Cheetos. Yeah. Were they actually spicy? People want to know that. Did you eat the spicy ones? They were not spicy. <laughs> yeah. They're going uh, to be disappointed with that. I know. I know. I think uh, for self-preservation, it, it was probably best that they were not spicy, but I myself prefer the spicy ones. How was it uh, wearing that suit? Um, <laughs> it was, it was awesome to wear a super suit, but Logistically, it was um, very tough. Uh, it was skin tight and there was a, a belt that went around. And then the the cow, it was a bit claustrophobic um, mm. at times. And then we shot during COVID as well. So we had to like always wear the mask. And so most of the time, the only things you could see were my eyes. And so when um, I'm like resting, when I'm like in the tent or whatever, I think there's a picture posted by Steve Agee. I'm just like, calmly resting because like if not it's just like very like it's hard to breathe and yeah. claustrophobic so um but it's it's awesome that i get to wear it but um it's it's tough you, you mentioned earlier about the stunts were you able to do any of your own stunts uh any of the big stuff like any of the falling and like uh when the other actors like kicked judo master um i did not do um just because like if we get hurt then you know we can't really do anything for the rest of the day or however long it takes for us to heal. Yeah. Um, so like all the fighting stuff we did, but like 
you know, when he like crashed into the toilet stuff um, in episode seven, that was all Derek. And he had to do that eight times and it looked rough. So I'm glad he was there for me. Well, uh, as a judo master, what was your favorite action scene that you were involved in? Uh, my favorite action scene, I think, was probably the first fight. The first fight was like so intense. Um, we practiced that fight for about a month because um, there were so many different pieces and it was, uh, we shot some of it on location and some of it on a stage. Um, and it was so involved and like, that was my first fight. And so, you know, we um, got to like work with John and um, Freddie and like all the stunt team. And that was really cool just to see how they interpreted the moves and stuff. So yeah, I'd say the first fight. Speaking of the cast, uh, how was it working with the cast? And is there somebody from the cast that you kind of wish you had more scenes with or you, maybe you can work with on season two? Uh, tough question. I think everyone is so great. Um, but I think uh, Danielle Brooks, who plays um, Adebayo, she's so funny in person. We um, only had like little interactions of our characters. Yeah. Uh, but every time she's on set, she always makes me laugh. So I think it would be fun to uh, to work with her somewhere. Okay. How, would you, how would you describe the vibe on set, though? Oh, it's so chill. It's so easy. Um, I think what a tribute to that is uh, James. He's very meticulous in the way that he plans his shoot. Mm. Um, and so on the day, you know exactly what's happening and everything moves so smoothly. Uh, and some sets I've been on, it's very tense and like, you know, we gotta like make our day or whatever, but with James and um, the rest of the crew, everything was so easy and so, so fun. So you mentioned James. You mentioned James. Yeah. I also heard that you made him a mug. Is that true? Yeah. Um, I the, the post-production team commissioned me to do some peacemaker. Let me grab one for you. Commissioned me to do um, these mugs. And so I did it after we wrapped. And uh, they sent one to James and the producers and stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah. Did you get a response back from it, from James? Yeah, he um, he thanked me on uh, on social media, and uh, then the my pottery Instagram got a, a huge hit from That's that, huge. which is nice. That's awesome. Now for Judo Master, would you love to see a spinoff if you could? Uh, yeah, I, I I'm curious about his background as well. You know, because all that I got and all that we got from the show is whatever is seen, you know, in that script. Yeah. Uh, so there's not much about like what his uh, background is like, um, who he's working for now. You know, there's a lot of things to explore with him. So I'm excited to see what James does with it. Now, uh, what's next for you now? Now that we know, we know the season two got picked up. Obviously, you don't know the storyline or anything yet. But uh, what do you? What are your thoughts on season two? Possibly seeing you again, and uh, what's next for you after that? Uh, I, I've said it before. I would work with. James, hands down, if he needed me to uh, be a rock on set, I would do it. Um, but so, yeah, I would be excited for season two. Um, we just signed on to a new project uh, that will start in like a week-ish, um, which I'm very excited for. Um, 
It's with a director that I admire very much. Um, we have very similar sense of humor, so I'm excited to work with him. That's awesome. Uh, Ali, lastly, how can um, the listeners and the viewers uh, find you on social media? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is it's Nali, I-T-S-N-H-U-T-L-E. Nali, I want to thank you for coming on. This was a great chat. Yeah, thanks, Elias. Nice talking to you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC podcast and our website, the MCC podcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.